Hi, wherever you are in the world and whatever time it is, welcome to another nugget. Today's is going to be a bit longer because it's a subject that is very dear to my heart and I think important that it has a fuller explanation. As head coach of the Bath Academy, I prided myself with the help of Barry Scholar in building what we called a team of leaders and an organization where everybody felt free to speak their mind. It was a very open and is a very open organization. And whilst I'm no longer head coach, I'm still a consultant. And by and large, people do speak their minds, especially on big issues. But we've had a couple of situations which really proves how quickly fear can grow in an organization, even one that is very open. And it always comes down to the hierarchy. I'll give you a quick example. A senior coach took a player to a tennis tournament who was battling with his serve. The junior coach, the junior coach in charge of this player was not present, so the senior coach took matters into his own hands to try to solve the problem to help the player win his next match and altered the serve. The player came back from the tournament with a different serve and the junior colleague is naturally a bit taken aback by this. But because the player seemed happy, he just went along with it. But he did not speak to the senior coach. Instead, he spoke to another junior colleague saying, you know, I can't believe that Mr. X just went ahead and changed the serve without asking me about it at all. The person he told came and told me about this, and I immediately phoned the junior colleague and said, you need to phone Mr. X and tell him how you felt about things, especially and correctly the fact that you were not consulted. And he said, well, the thing is we get on so well, and it's not really a problem. You know, it's no big deal. The serve's going well anyway. And I said, it is a big deal. Little things matter. What I'm hearing you say is that you're afraid to talk to him about it. No, 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 I'm not afraid. It's just such a small thing. It doesn't really matter. No, I said, it does matter. You're going to call him and talk it through with him. Long and short of it, as he called, they talked it through, and Mr. X apologized and said, yep, he should have phoned, and he should have talked it through with him before he changed the serve. This actually helped build their relationship and the trust between them. A couple of months down the line, the girl who had told me the story comes to me and says, you know, I was on court with the same Mr. X and he started talking to my player about something that we were working on. And he wanted to do something different. I tackled him on the court and said, actually, we're working on this. And he quietened down for a bit. And then he just sort of rode over me and had his agenda and went with what, with what he wanted to do. And the player, I could see, was also getting a little bit uptight. But anyway, I'm just telling you that I don't feel like he listened to me on the court, even though I told him 
I said, little things matter. You need to go and tell him again and say, this is how I felt and this is how the player felt. No, no, no. It's not necessary because I know he means well. And I said, <laughs> yes, you've got to go back and do it. So she did, and he apologized and said, honestly, now I look back, yeah, I probably did. I was totally unaware of what I was doing, and I'm really sorry. Again, this conversation strengthened the relationship, and moreover, these two incidents have improved the awareness and skills of Mr. X immeasurably. The point I'm trying to make here is, had the first issue just gone from one junior colleague to another, and they went, ah, that's not great, and hadn't come to me, then you'd have the second story, and she could go back to the same junior colleague, and suddenly you've got this momentum building, like Mr. X doesn't really listen. He kind of just does his own thing. And that would have been very unfair to Mr. X, because I know him well, and he is actually very open, as it was proved. So suddenly we could have had a double whammy, and if another thing happened, a triple whammy. And before you know it, you've got a block of three people who feel slightly anti towards Mr. X because of these small incidences not being tackled. It's really, really important because these are little bits of fear that can grow, even in a healthy organization, simply because of junior staff not wanting the uncomfortable conversations which can be quite a big thing, and that when you start to get office politics like this building, you can get camps that don't believe that certain senior colleagues listen, when actually they may be totally unaware of it. And it's unfair because it deprives them the opportunity to learn and improve. Every organization has to walk, work so hard to make sure that the little things are confronted because if they become big things and they fester, you can have a major situation where it blows up and all this resentment suddenly flies out and the person who's being resented has no idea that it's even sitting there. There is a difference between impact felt versus impact intended. In this case, the senior leader had an intention, which was to try and help an individual. And that was the impact he felt he was making, with good intentions. But the impact felt by the junior colleague was the stripping away of their captaincy of the ship, the player, where the admiral has come in and taken over. The impact they felt is quite different from the impact intended by the senior leader. Another example from the world of business in a large international corporation was a senior vice president asked for something to be, to be done, but wasn't too clear about it. And what happened was people didn't want to be seen to ask questions because that might show that they didn't understand. So this is where fear creeping, creeping in comes. And because of the language, people would come back with three options to him. A simple question resulted in hours of extra work for people because they were trying to second guess what he really wanted. 
And yet, if they had had the difficult conversation and clarified early on and had the courage to go and ask, uh, then all this work could have been prevented. So from a junior colleague perspective, having avoided the conversation with the boss, he has not had the chance to become aware that he has to be far clearer when he asks people to do something and be very specific about it so that he doesn't have five people running around trying to guess what he actually meant. I think it all comes down to strong relationships and trust. And so a leader must be aware and keep vigilant through one-to-one -one conversations that fear starting with small things does happen and it's very important to not let it creep in. I think as a leader, it's probably the number one job to make sure that your door is truly open. But you don't just sit there. You need to be going around talking to people. And luckily enough, my relationship as a leader was strong enough for one of the colleagues to come and at least alert me to what had happened. You have to have these conversations with people in the company and give examples and get them all to face up to the fact that the small things do matter because that prevents the really big fallouts and different camps forming in an organization. It's a huge job for leaders to make sure that they recognize where there might be a little bit of fear, a little bit of hesitation to speak minds. Pay special attention to the introverted people who have so much to offer, but in a team meeting will never speak up. So often, the people who don't speak up often have the most to offer. And that's where the private conversations come in to build trust and get their feedback. There's a fantastic book called Creativity Inc. by Ed Catmull, the guy who started Pixar with Steve Jobs. He talks a lot about how easy it is for fear to creep into an even very open organization and how they have to work so hard to keep it out so the best and most creative ideas always surface. So I hope you've enjoyed this one. Sorry to have taken up a little bit more of your time, but hopefully it was worth it. Thanks very much and speak next week.